1: This is Metroscope, an Intercom Portland public affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. Joining us this time on Metroscope, Rebecca Brown, Director of Community Impact at Comcast in Oregon and Southwest Washington. In that role she directs the region's corporate philanthropy initiatives from its United Way campaign to its work with local nonprofits like Big Brothers Big Sisters and the Boys and Girls Clubs to Comcast Cares Day, which is what we're going to talk about here today. She's been with Comcast for 14 years. Scott Laysath is the sporting chef hosting a show by that name on the Sportsman Channel on TV. He is a leading authority on the proper preparation of fish and game and he's the author of two cookbooks. He's also the cooking editor of the Ducks Unlimited magazine and writes for a number of other publications like Cooking Wild Magazine. Scott is also the host of a unique outreach program called Hunt Fish Feed. That's what we'll talk about today as well. That'll bring him to Portland on April 29th as a component of Comcast Cares Day. So there's the connection there between our two guests. Hunt Fish Feed is expecting to feed more than 200 people at the Portland Rescue Mission on April 29th as part of Comcast Cares Day. Guys, thank you so much for being here today.
0: Good to be here. Thank you for having us.
1: I've never interviewed a celebrity chef before, Scott. I'm fired up for this. I'm also slightly nervous. <laughs> got it. You got any well, you tips for me? <laughs>
2: uh, perhaps you can adjust your definition of celebrity. I've had a um, I've had a show on Sportsman Channel since they started i don't know 15 years or so ago um and i have another show called dead meat where we do the fishing game less eaten like python and iguana and nutria and things like that so uh i cook stuff and i've been a part of the hunt fish feed program since 2007.
1: does python taste good
2: no don't (laughs) eat the python it's really high it's really high in mercury And if you've ever had rattlesnake or whatever, which tastes not like chicken, the the python is super, super, super tough. You can jump up and down on it, and it's still going to take a
1: while to chew it. (laughs) Okay, there we go. Uh, For anyone who wants to cook python out there, there's your tip of the day. I've had alligator. I'm thinking of – I'm rattling through my brain of of obscure foods that I've eaten. Alligator, I think, is probably the most obscure one, and it actually – you know, the whole taste-like-chicken expression is obviously, uh, I don't know, a little bit um, maybe overused. But alligator doesn't taste too bad. I'll say that.
2: And my guess is you I probably say- had it chunk, chunked up and fried, I think, and yeah. which
1: is normal for alligator. That yeah. probably helped.
2: Uh, my most
0: outlandish was raccoon. So
2: Whoa.
0: I don't know. And, yeah. pe- and yeah.
2: pe- people that tell me that raccoon is great, I'm thinking... These people have not eaten chicken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little. It's very bony. I'll say it's very bony.
2: I wouldn't say it's great. But, Dark, uh, stringy. Yeah, not not especially good. And and at the mission at the Portland Rescue Mission, we will not be serving any raccoon or alligator. That's for sure.
1: Okay, folks, fear or not.
2: Python, I hope, right?
1: Okay. Right. We're off to a great start. I'm excited about this interview. Let's uh, let's go to Rebecca first and talk to us about Comcast Cares Day, how long you guys have been doing it, uh, and what the purpose uh, of what you guys do is.
0: Sure. Thanks, Preston. So, gosh, Comcast Cares Day started in 2001 back in Philadelphia, which is where Comcast is headquartered. And In the beginning, it was like 6,000 volunteers out working at a couple of projects. And now, fast forward to 2019, um, we will be mobilizing, I think, over 100,000 volunteers across the country and in 23 other countries. And then here locally in our hometown, we're going to be mobilizing over 2,100 volunteers. And it's just a fantastic day of service. It's really, we kind of say it's our culmination and celebration of our year-round efforts of giving back and it's a day may Fourth. although there's several other projects going on the one that we'll be talking about on the 29th of various volunteer projects happening throughout the local communities that we're a part of to hopefully help make a positive impact
1: awesome so that'll be here in portland on april 29th is that correct
0: Yes, this particular partnership and project with the Sportsman Channel and their effort with the Hunt Fish Feed will be on April 29th out at the Portland Rescue Mission.
1: Excellent. So let's bring in the celebrity chef again. Um, if the people haven't been too distracted by the python chat and the raccoon chat, um, Scott, talk to us a bit <laughs> about Hunt Fish and Feed. Because I, I I was watching some videos and reading up on uh, the organization, and it really is a, a really good cause to help feed. Uh, you know, people who are experiencing homelessness and hunger uh, in our area and throughout the United States. And you guys will be in Portland here with Comcast Cares Day at the end of the month.
2: And I'm sure you've noticed that there are more, not less homeless folks um, out there these days. And that's that's Mm -hmm. across the country. I don't know why that is, but we've since 2007, um, you know, we want to connect. Hunters anglers um, just bra- you know, we know we're only there for one day so we want to bring attention we wanted to let people know what it is that the Portland Rescue mission does every day you know which what you normally hear about with the uh, with shelters and missions is right around Thanksgiving and the holidays. Well these people feed the homeless folks every day um, and we're we're expected to feed somewhere in the three to 350 range um, on the 29th. Um, and very often what we'll do is we'll get sportsmen groups that will donate processed deer. but um, we've done salmon for a thousand people in the Great Lakes at uh, a lake Michigan. And you know there are it's a renewable, sustainable resource in in uh, in the southwest. We do a lot of wild pigs. they if you think that rabbits are prolific, there' uh, the wild pigs there. So much damage, so much harm, and yet they're delicious. We serve them all the time. Primarily, venison, wild pigs, salmon are what we serve the most, and we'll be serving venison at the shelter on the 29th in Portland.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually have had venison and it's very tasty. I have a couple of friends who are um, quite quite the sportsmen out there. Talk to us a bit about your background, if you could. I'm sure people are interested in that um, and how you kind of first got in, involved in the whole hunt, fish, and feed effort, um, because I know it has a lot to do with, with these hunters and sportsmen, like you were discussing, donating some of their fish and game to help feed community members uh, around the U.S. Um, talk to us a bit about your background, if you could, and just kind of how you got involved.
2: You know, I've, I've had a show on Sportsman Channel, as I mentioned, since they started, and um, Michelle Sherman at Sportsman Channel several years ago was the one that said, let's do this. Let's connect hunters and anglers with hungry folks around the country. And since I was the one with the cooking show on Sportsman Channel, um, just kind of the natural person to do that. I've had a catering business, owned restaurants in the past, and corporate uh, large function So. Feeding hundreds of people at once is really not a challenge. It's just a matter of, it's just more food and more people. Um, and so that my job is to coordinate what we're going to serve, um, how many people we'll need, and uh, use the available resources that are there. You know, we prefer to get locally sourced produce, locally sourced animals, those kind of things, and encourage people, for instance, in the Portland area, to contact the shelters and churches and things that feed the homeless and say, can you use a donation of our fish and, fish or game? And of course we don't want people to drop a deer off on the back porch. We want to make sure that it's been processed by a USDA inspected processor. And of course call the shelters first and say, we'd like to donate. How can we help? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And Rebecca will get back to you in just a minute here, but one more follow-up uh, with Scott um, as far as kind of how people would get involved. And then also, um, you know, the Pacific Northwest is there, you know, there are a lot of sportsmen and, and hunters out here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, how will you kind of see that impact what you guys will do here in Portland uh, at the end of the month with regards to uh, putting food on the table for this event?
2: Well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I'm sorry. I'm not quite sure what the question is. Um, I kind of, I kind of got lost on it, but you know, we we do want to include everybody else you know the other resources in the in the area hunters anglers those kind of things um i'm not quite sure what the question is, if you could uh, repeat it
1: yeah well i mean i was just reading um that you guys I'm not sure if the right way to put it is partner with but that hunters and sportsmen donate a lot of their fish and game uh, at these events that you guys do to help feed the community so for people in the Portland area which is our uh, audience and southwest Washington as well um, I mean are you are you looking for donations I guess you touched on that a little bit but how will you kind of help um, facilitate and and organize that and, and get the food needed to make this event happen
2: Not for this particular event. For other events that we do, we do reach out
1: to um,
2: sportsmen groups. For this one, I've got the venison covered. Um, I have a freezer full of it that I'll be bringing with me, but very often we'll call on hunters and anglers in the area where we're doing the hunt fish feeds uh, to help us with donations. And again, this isn't um, an excuse for people to clean out their freezer with stuff they don't want to eat. We want to make sure that it's been processed properly and that it's, it's in good shape and it's not freezer burnt something we we want good donations that's what the shelters want we want to serve a good meal
1: awesome well thank you scott and back to rebecca uh, rebecca brown from comcast talking about Comcast Cares Day, joining us this time on Metroscope. Rebecca, um, yeah, I mean, we were getting to it a little bit um, in the first question, but uh, where will the event be held? Um, can can anyone go, and how exactly are, are you guys working together here uh, at the end of the month in Portland to uh, put this event on and just talk to us a bit about um, the event that that uh, is happening on April 29th?
0: yes we will do thanks Preston i think one i just want to say how excited we are to partner with scott and the sportsman channel on this hunt fish feed effort because really its mission i think ties so well into what we're doing this year around care day where we've kind of focused more than half of our project around helping those that may be experiencing aspects of homelessness right so as you said Preston it's it's an issue or maybe it was you scott that it's across all communities and Sad to say, the 2018 figures from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, named Oregon, we have the nation's second highest rate of unsheltered people experiencing homelessness. So, I mean, it's almost 62% of those that are homeless aren't sheltered. So, it's just an amazing opportunity to come together, um, have Scott bring his talents, and what we do is we recruit the volunteers to come out, and join Scott and his team to help prep the food. So he's done some of it, but we're in there, and volunteers will be prepping, cutting. Um, I think we're making potato salad and fruit salad and stuff, right, Scott?
2: Yes. Yeah, we've got uh, venison, sloppy joes, potato salad, fruit salad, dessert, beverage. You guys are going to be busy. I will have something for everyone to do.
0: (laughs) There you go. So we're in there. He's telling us, and we're the few chefs, the volunteers. We're chopping, prepping the food getting it all ready, and then we'll be serving a couple different shifts of meals to the 300, 350 individuals that will be coming through. And it's an opportunity, yes, others can get involved and join us. Um, we're we're still recruiting a few more volunteers for this particular project, as well as other projects um, throughout leading up to May 4th. But if anyone wants to visit comcastinthecommunity.com, that is our sign-up website, so Comcast in the community Dot com. You can search for Portland Rescue Mission um, or even by zip code if you're you know, looking for something near your area and sign up to volunteer. We'd love to have people out and join us.
1: Excellent. And you guys will be at the Portland Rescue Mission on April 29th. That's, is that correct?
0: That is correct. Downtown, um, the one on Burnside, off East Burnside over there, uh, April 29th, and the first shift starts about 2.30, and we go through until about seven thirty, eight o'clock at night as we finish and clean up. So there's a couple different shifts and um, options for folks to sign up for. Um, what's really exciting, too, I, I think on our end is that not only do we get this opportunity to partner to create this unique meal and feed those that are hungry and ready for a nice meal, but um, the Portland Rescue Mission, as part of our Compass Thursday efforts, the nonprofits that we partner with, will receive um, a small grant back um, to help support and continue their mission. So they'll also receive a little bit of funding to keep doing the amazing work that they're doing.
1: Fantastic. And Scott, give us the rundown one more time. I heard Sloppy Joe's and I was, uh, I was salivating over here, but give us, give us the rundown one more time of, of the menu for the uh Portland uh, event. It'll be venison
2: Sloppy Joe's, which is, it's kind of a, a retro deal for us. That's where we started this program in 2007 was with venison Sloppy Joe's potato salad with bacon and rosemary, fresh fruit, not canned fruit. Uh, and then, uh, the shelter will decide what dessert and the beverage that we serve. And i got to say, Comcast has been a big, big supporter of the Huntfish Feed Program. And not just during Com- Comcast Cares. All year long, Never, never, do they never, they never hesitate to say, sure, we'll be happy to help. Um, I'll be working with Comcast groups all over the country doing the Huntfish Feed Program this year.
1: Fantastic. And Rebecca, you guys work with, uh, you you mentioned to me, but even before the interview, various nonprofit partners. um, Would you like to just kind of discuss what else you guys have going on in addition to uh, this event and what your nonprofit partners gain from that? um, And if anyone wants to volunteer, how they would get involved in that as well?
0: Sure, yes. So this is one project of, I think, 25 just here in Oregon Southwest Washington that will be happening as part of that Comcast CARES Day program. Um, So from Rainier down to Springfield, there's a variety of projects going on and partners, whether it be schools, like we're actually going to be in the Portland Public School District at Lent Elementary on May 4th. Um, up in Vancouver at Riverview Elementary and down in Springfield at Elizabeth Page Elementary. But then we're also partnering with the Oregon Food Bank um, and another one called Super Fresh Youth Farm that's out in Tigard and Solve is another great, fantastic partner that we work with, um, as well as Hands on Greater Portland. They all come out and join us, and we are just You know, volunteers spread out, work painting, cleaning, building um, playground equipment. Um, There's one school where we're helping build a food pantry, actually, to help serve the local community and kids and families at that school. We're cleaning up our parks and neighborhoods. I mean, it's a variety of tasks. It's family-friendly. There's, you know, something for everyone. All ages welcome. Um, We provide t-shirts for everyone. So you come out, you can wear a shirt that you don't mind getting dirty um, you know, and you can get paint on it, get mm-hmm. it muddy. Um, and then afterwards we provide lunch at all of our different volunteer sites to just celebrate together the effort. And, you know, most projects are around four hours or so of work in the morning, but it's, it's like come out on that Saturday, volunteer alongside your neighbor and your family and friends, give back a little bit and, I tell you, it's just, it's so inspiring to see the transformation and the impact that happens just in that four hours of time when you have, you know, a couple hundred volunteers, four or five hundred here and there working together um, to help improve our neighborhoods, our schools, our parks. Um, It's truly incredible what we get done. Um, And it's it's a fun day. And like I said, if folks want to volunteer, we need you. We'd love to have you join us um, and you can visit Comcast in the and and sign up and again put your zip code in or search you know nearby and see what projects come up for you and again the one on Monday the 29th will definitely be a fun one um, to join us at so it's a great time and again the nonprofits get that sweat equity they get the the volunteer and the transformation that we make but then they also get those grants sort of based on the number of volunteers that show up. So the more volunteers that come out, the more dollars they get back. So welcome anyone to join us.
1: Awesome. And I was, uh, you know, you were touching on it a bit there, but you, as you're the director of yeah. community impact um, uh, at Comcast, I just wonder, I mean, what's it like working with all these different organizations and getting out into the community kind of try trying to localize this a bit for for our listeners in Portland and Southwest Washington I mean what kind of impact have you seen Comcast Cares Day have um, and just what's it been like working with for example people like Scott or also local schools um, as well just what you, you guys have been doing it for how long has it been a decade now?
0: I know, yes, since 2001, and in our our region, 2003.
1: So, it's a, it's over um, decade. <laughs> so, so yeah, just what kind of what kind yeah. of impact have you seen um, this have?
0: Yeah, well, and I'll first address the first one. I'm working with Scott and his team in the Hunt Fish feed. I mean, one, it's so humbling and inspiring, I think, Scott, to see you sort of give your time to travel around these communities and use your talents in this way to sort of create these amazing meals. And let me tell you, I've, I mean, I've experienced a couple of them now over the years as we start eating. They're fantastic. It's it's delicious. Um, and it, you see when these folks come in and the meal that they get, how their eyes kind of light up. Um, they're coming back for seconds and thirds. And to be able to sort of be a part of that and help feed their bellies, maybe give them that energy they need for the next day to go out and do what they need to do, it's just, that's pretty um moving to me and and in some of these schools where, you know, we we look at different schools and, and try to find where the need is and the communities that it's serving and, and how we can make that biggest impact. And, you know, when you go in and you completely landscape the outside of the school and transform it and plant new flowers and trees, and you go inside and you repaint the hallways and you clean up the lockers, when those kids come back to school that next morning, I mean, we've, we've either sometimes been out there or we've heard from the principal and teachers afterwards just how... Um, how their, again, I guess maybe how their eyes light up, how their chest raise a little bit, and they're proud, and they're excited, and they know, and they saw that the community came back, came out, and did this for them, that there are people out there that care for them, that want to create this new bright space, the learning environment changes for them. Um, You know, we've heard how the attendance increases a little bit, how their behavior in the classroom straightens out a little bit, um, and that they feel that sense of pride, and Community love, I guess, if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. That they they know that there's people out there that gave that time to to make a difference. And we've put in playgrounds and soccer fields. And now suddenly, you know, this group of kids, they have this area to play in and then the neighboring communities, too. So on the weekend, you see this new group um, have a place to play and a safe place to play and go to. And and that means a lot.
1: That's fantastic. I really appreciate that. And, Scott, I was going to kind of go to you with a similar question. I mean, I know you've been all around the country, 50-plus 50, 50 U.S. cities uh, with hunt, fish, and feed. And uh, how have you seen hunt, fish, feed impact various communities uh, you've visited? And what are you expecting when you come to Portland here at the end of the month?
2: You know, Rebecca touched on it a little bit. It's People are very appreciative of what we do. But the most important thing, really, to me is it makes the people, the, the volunteers feel really good about it. When you're when you prepared a meal from start to finish, a couple of hours, everybody getting together, then you're, you're feeding the, a very appreciative group of people. It feels good. And for people in the Portland area, if they're wondering what they can do, maybe they don't have a freezer full of deer, just to go there and talk to the shelters and say, how can I help? whether it's donating food, whether it's just working up one of these meals and serving, there's plenty of things to do to make it to, to help out. And it's and again, it's not just during the holiday season. All year long, everybody needs help.
1: Fantastic. And Rebecca, one more time, if you could, um, where people can go to to volunteer or sign up to help volunteer for this event in the Portland area?
0: Sure, I can do that. It's I mean, if you want the www, um, but comcastinthecommunity.com. dot com, and again, comcastinthecommunity.com. dot com. Go online and you'll see the site, and you can search by zip code or keyword if you want, and look for ways to sign up and volunteer.
1: Awesome! And this specific event with Huntfish Feed will be on April twenty ninth at the Portland Rescue Mission. Uh, we do have a few minutes left. I have about two minutes left. So if if you guys have all your information out there. I want to ask selfishly, uh, Scott, a question about <laughs> since he's a celebrity chef, and I've never interviewed a celebrity chef. Scott, uh, give me like one of your favorite recipes, one of your favorite, uh, you know, game recipes—a duck soup, a, a python, a, an alligator. Give me something interesting but tasty. I'll tell
2: you the go-to recipe that I give people that say I don't like duck or deer or whatever. First of all you got to keep it on the rare to medium rare side because there's so little fat on it. If you cook it past that, it gets really tough. But just very simply, salt and pepper onto a grill or a skillet, a sauce of uh, a reduced balsamic vinegar, a little berry preserves. uh, Mm -hmm. So you've got the sour and the sweet. Throw in some fresh berries and just take your venison or your duck. Don't overcook it slice it so that you can see how perfectly cooked it is, and then just drizzle some of that balsamic berry sauce over the top. And you can put that on a shoe and it tastes good.
1: <laughs> you know what? I can see why you are really good at your job. Because, I'm Rebecca, are you salivating yet? I, I'm hungry.
0: Is it lunchtime? Let's go eat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Awesome. Well, thank you guys both so much for being here. Um, Really appreciate it, Um, and good luck with the event coming up, and thanks to Comcast for what you guys do. And, Scott, thank you for uh, going all around the country with Hunt, Fish, and Feed and helping serve uh, the underserved and the hungry.
2: Very cool. Looking forward to being in Portland on the 29th.
0: We're excited to see you, Scott, and Preston, You can join us if you want. Take a look at the website and sign up, my friend.
1: We were talking today with Rebecca Brown, the Director of Community Impact for Comcast in Oregon and Southwest Washington, and Scott Lasath, who is a host on the Sportsman Channel and also the host of Hunt Fish Feed, which is an outreach program to help feed the hungry in communities around the United States. Comcast and Huntfish Feed will be partnering this April 29th at the Portland Rescue Mission as part of Comcast Cares Day. Metroscope is an intercom Portland public affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit metroscopepdx.com and submit your ideas. You can also go to this station's website and submit your information there. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend.